that is the Gold Cup hero. Two of the most admirable chasers you could possibly wish to see. Hello and welcome to the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at bookmakers.co.uk and of course Bet Victor all the way through the Cheltenham Festival. Day one is done. Dermot Nolan is here. Hello Dino. And myself Dean Ryan. We are at Cheltenham. We've just come back from the course and having witnessed day one, um, it was pretty tricky to start with Dermot. I don't think many of us had shiskin on our mind and it went off 6-1 to one and won a Supreme. Yeah, 6-1 to one and um, look, I was against this horse really because of the trainer records every single thing went wrong for Shishkin and he was just brilliant yeah he nearly got brought down at one point Abracadabras running in second and Shantry House back in third a steering flange jumping out Lexi will haunt me forever yeah I think that's going to hurt you were on a big price horse going very well until a steering flange decided to go for the car park clean him out did that a few times okay what about the article uh, Henry de Brom had put into bed my stat about um, needing back numbers over hurdles uh, put the kettle on was your winner a winner at the track previously goes and does it again fantastic win uh, travel like the winner the whole way through it and uh, John Dermody a listener to the Race Hour podcast um, has a share in the horse and we're absolutely thrilled for them all yeah fantastic and uh, well done to them 16 to 1 great ride by Aidan Coleman I thought uh, Fakir Dadari looks every inch the winner comes to last but what a heart is on put the kettle on uh, Rougebiff back in third and uh, we got to the old team I uh, managed to find the winner of that demo I wish I'd had more on but that's what happens at Cheltenham yeah I thought too well I thought this grandma was coming to win the race but he just doesn't seem to have enough pace for three miles and he doesn't quite stay to four miles last year so he's a frustrating old horse he ran absolutely blind but the condition I thought he won that a bit comfortably he did and if you remember David Bridgewater I think gave him a tentative entry in the gold cup uh, anyone who did back him today he'd be happy he didn't win a Warwick last time because that's where they would have ended up and he wouldn't I don't think he'd be winning the gold cup but he was very good um, now the champion hurdle Epitante was as good as everyone perhaps thought she was we cribbed and cribbed the champion hurdle but she put in a special performance yeah look the one horse I suppose that was a potential superstar uh, turns out that she actually probably is uh, she's a brilliant brilliant mare uh, JP McManus is, is having some run on the race with three different horses now in, in three years and uh, she was absolutely outstanding travel like the winner two out you could just see that Barry Garrity was travelling so well but huge run from Sharjah in second especially on ground that he wouldn't have liked but a great ride I thought from from Paddy Mullins as well Sharjah to get that close on ground that wouldn't have been um, favourable and you were going to talk about Darva Star uh, yeah Darva Star again but look that all leads up and by Alan tomorrow whose form has been frank left right and centre today yeah Abracadabra then Darvastar and um, then we got to the mares and you know I think me and you have been the biggest fans of Honeysuckle for some time now it was brilliant to see her get it done the big stage it was and your voice uh, people will hear how horse you are that is from uh, I enjoyed it home. I did enjoy it yeah. <laughs> that was from Screaming Her Home yeah look uh, our festivals would have hinged maybe on her small but well not hinged but uh, she's in everything don't yeah we? she's in absolutely the dream everything. is still alive yeah and uh, you know um, it was a really really nice touch but uh, just the ride from Rachel Blackmore I think people are cribbing Paul Towner which I understand but to understand uh, what Rachel Blackmore did there halfway through the race um, she was conscious that the pace wasn't quick enough so she went up and made sure that Stormy Ireland went quicker she then pulled herself back around and then before two out she let Elfie and Stormy Ireland kick on a bit just so she got back into the inside again um, it was a superb ride but she's such a good filly under her and whilst Benny was closing to the line people might think this is a 
controversial honeysuckle had the race won at that point oh, absolutely uh, yeah. absolutely and I think even if Benny gets there who knows what honey would have done that's not saying that Paul um, wouldn't want the ride back ah jeez well look if you got a chance to ride every race uh, you know loads and loads of times you'd win more <laughs> yeah, often than you lose uh, regardless of whether you're a winner or a loser I thought Rachel was brilliant a big shout out to Rachel Blackmore of course as the ambassador of Bet Victor she's been telling on ev- everyone who uh, reads her stuff on Bet Victor's blog that this she thought this mare was unbeatable and she went and proved it so honeysuckle wins for the race hour we're going to claim that one we're most certainly going to claim yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to claim that one. Okay, on to the uh, the Northern Trust and Import- Imperial Aura and Galvin and Beakstown all kind of came to last in a bit of a in a bit of a grouping. Uh, Imperial Aura was very very good. Absolutely brilliant. Um, to be honest, jumping the last, I-, I thought Galvin was coming to win. Yeah. But Imperial Aura just kept finding typical really strong David Bass ride where he just wasn't too far off the pace. Kick for home. Uh, Beakstown travelled absolutely amazingly. Uh, but just the the ground which he's kind of proven in the past and it's definite case now that the the heavy ground soft ground definitely did not suit him now a lot of people would have been very negative about carefully selected at the prices going into that national hunt chase the race fell apart in terms of entries we ended up I think he went off odds on um, he didn't jump that badly he jumped no, he okay jumped but well he, he didn't travel as well as anyone expected no 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 I look he might just not be a very good horse um, but it's uh, definitely the the ride was a bit odd I thought as well I'm a big fan of Paddy Mullins obviously but just he was so far back and Jamie Codd you'd notice it five or six out uh, kicks on and leaves Paddy kind of sitting and it, it ends up being the case then that Jamie Codd's able to make up the ground and but appreciate it didn't even make up much ground late on it, it was just a very odd run he's had a busy enough season I wonder if maybe a lot was taken out of him he he just didn't fire but it was a superb ride from Jamie Codd it was masterful no surprise to see Jamie Codd win one of these yeah, races absolutely the not. only surprise is he's gone off 12 to 1 yeah and especially Dean look we fancy this horse with Kim Weir and yeah. we're, we're leaving behind us today It's a, that's that's the source of we're leaving behind him probably an easier race an easier one race. horse to be yeah. potentially that was, that was yeah. the one afterwards you're looking at it going what the hell were we doing yeah, yeah well that's what Cheltenham does to you you have to have the stamina to last yeah. all the races that are on every day and still have your wits about you Ravenhill wins at 12 to 1 wrapped up uh, day 1 performance of day honeysuckle 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 okay Um, well as you're all expecting we are going to go through tomorrow's cards we'll do a few races before we take a break here on the race out these are your quick fire Um, well I guess start for 7 is it (laughs) because we've got a few races to get through Um, we'll kick off with the Ballymore Uh, we were talking about Envoy Allen Uh, now it's going to go off odds on Demo because all the form from today just makes Envoy Allen look even more of an aeroplane than we already thought he was yeah that that 6-4 that was there on the previous night is uh, absolutely buying money, um, and well, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately now it's uh, six to four on. So, like as good as the rest of the field is, Envy Allen's form has just been frank now, left, right, and centre, and mm. I think he's just. He's too good. There are five last time out winners in this race, Damon. The big getaway, the big breakaway, Sporting John, who's gone on 1-3 on the bounce. Mossy Fenn comes in with a win, although it'd be a back number in terms of the market. And Envoir Allen. And if you throw in the likes of Longhouse Poet and Easy Work, it's a deeper race than perhaps just one horse, isn't it? Or is it not? I don't think it is, no. I think we're dealing here with a very, very special horse. I won't be backing him at those odds, but I've absolutely no interest in entertaining any of the rest of that field, to be honest. No interest in entertaining any of them. Okay, I did think Longhouse Poet was interesting enough to run well, but I don't think anything can beat Envoir Allen bar a mistake. And they do happen at Cheltenham. So if you are getting involved at prices away from the favourite, which I wouldn't blame you now with it being odds on as it is, uh, Envoir Allen's going to, well, it's either going to kickstart the day for the bookmakers or kickstart the day for the punters. Um, On to the RSA demo. I'll let you go first because your nap, well, one of your best bets of the meeting anyway, is in this race. Yeah, 100%. uh, I think... 
Manella Indo is most certainly uh, one of the best horses in the race and I respect Champ and it's not even against his jumping that I'm against him really either like uh, I'm sorry of course his jumping is an issue I think he jumps like a table but anyway Manella Indo is a stronger candidate on festival form just across the board for me I would have liked another run but Hemi de Bromet doesn't seem too bothered by it and his horses are all running really well um, Indo seems to be the horse that he keeps mentioning as one of his better ones for the week so if he's talking about Manella Indo as one of his best chances as well as that just the form of beating Captain CJ last time his festival form from last season there's no reason to take on um, Indo in my opinion and I just think he's an absolute built for the RSA he'll be built for the Gold Cup next season and I think a 10 to 3 with Bet Victor he's just a cracking bet and they'll be very they'll be pumped up now won't they? they didn't go well for Notebook and Henry but of course they won the race anyway. Yeah, it was all made up. Yeah. yeah, so that was pretty quick, pretty quickly forgotten. And um, we'll have to see what Notebook does going forward. But Manella Indo uh, won it last year of a similar prep. Well, won a race at the festival last year of a similar prep. And uh, is an obvious contender. What did you make of Copperhead, though? I mean, there is three here at the top of the market pretty much vying for that top spot. Champ is very likely to go off favourite. Yeah, I just, that those, like, he'll be good gauge now to see how Riders in the Storm might be for the Ryanair as well. If he comes out and runs well, it means maybe that, that day at Ascot didn't take it out of him. But yeah. It's not that long ago, and I think Copperhead, regardless of how easy he won, he will have felt that he had a race that day, and I'm just happy to take him on. Yeah, it can do that, can't it? Visually, it can look like they're cruising around, but they've still got to go and do the work on that heavy ground. And Battle Over Doyen is going to run here. Battle Over Doyen is going to run. Um, spoke to Keith yesterday for his bookmakers.co.uk blog, which will be up shortly. And um, whilst he said that they hope that he runs well, just that was a very disappointing run last time. And whilst it would be no surprise to see him place, uh, it's probably hard. Hard to see him win now. You would have thought he would have gone well in that four-miler or the three-mile sixer if he'd have got home in there. But, of course, off the back of a fall, they're going for the big race, as you expect. And Ravenhill won anyway. So. And Ravenhill won anyway, yeah, of course. So they had the winner. But, I mean, Gigginstown, they're going to go for the big race if they can. And that's yeah. what they're doing with Battle Over Doing. So they're rolling the dice to see uh, where they end up. Alaho is in here, Dermo. Still another horse that everyone has been talking about, build up to the festival. Yeah, and they've gone for the RSA and not the marsh. Yeah, Stephen Cass loves this horse. Um, I'm not as convinced in him at all. Uh, I, I think he, he he's a good horse but I'm not sure that, that he's anything above that really so uh, tomorrow very interesting to him but just in my mind Milano outstayed him twice very convincingly last season and I don't see that changing I feel similar about Champ in the way I did about Carefully Selected in that final race today. That if he gets round I think he'll win that didn't work with Carefully Selected and if Champ gets round I do think he'll win but I don't, yeah, I don't see the form that's there to say that, to be honest. I like his engine, um, I just don't like the landing gear. So I can't back him at the current price. If he was to be a big drifter, I'd probably get involved, but that would make you worry what was wrong. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's, there's lots of conundrums yeah. there. Um, I'm happy to side with you in Manila or Indo, but I've no real interest in getting too heavily involved in the RSA. Let's talk about the Cora Cup, because there's a few interesting runners in here that we've talked about on the preview nights, of course, and in our columns on uh, bookmakers.co.uk. I guess we should start with Canardier. Yeah, Canardi is just a horse obviously trained by Dermot Lachlan, as our listeners will know. I've mentioned him now a few times. He's now gone to Willie Mullins. Uh, not there all that long, so uh, but he's uh, all reports seem to be quite good on him. He was very unlucky last year. He's only up £5 this year, so I think he definitely has a chance. And the other one, Dean, that I think you've backed as well is uh, Franco Deport. Yeah. Um, he's been a decent purchase from France, but he looks like a horse that's a bit better than this mark. And uh, Paul Townend's on board. So I'm going to uh, Dutch the two Willie Mullins runners here, or two of them um, in Canardier and, uh, and Franco Deport. 
Interesting the, the grip that perhaps JP McManus might have on the race with the horse they went and got that handicap reduced for, which is Damn the Company. Damn the Company, Alpha Mix, Birchdale, um, but God Almighty, he, he's a hard man to figure out yeah. at the best of times. It's like reading with your eyes closed sometimes, but um, any one of them can win. Alpha Mix is particularly interesting that he just bought lately as well from the Gavin Cromwell yard. Um, and Gavin Cromwell seems sweet in him and when he seems sweet in a horse he's uh, worth noting because he said that Darvish Star would uh, would place in the champion hurdle and he did exactly that he did and you know people give um, give credit where it's due to Gavin Cromwell like he doesn't have many horses but geez, he gets oh, every brilliant. ounce oh, out of them um, so if he's managed to pass on Alpha Mix um, but retain also the horse in his in his training care. Of course, Alpha Mix is a very interesting runner and will be ridden by Jonathan Moore. So we might see a JP winner, but you're going to go with Franco Deport. I'm with you on Franco Deport. It seems to be a lot of good chat about him. So hopefully he can run very well, but there's plenty of money around for him. Absolutely plenty of money, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely loads. And uh, I think there'll be one of either him or Canardi, or depending on which one. I, I you, you just see one of them now coming from the William Mullins yard. He'll just shorten and shorten. Well, if you do find the winner of the Coral Cup, you're set up perfectly for the Champion Chase. But we're not going to go to the Champion Chase yet because we're going to take a quick break on the Race Hour podcast brought to you with bookmakers.co.uk and BetVictor. And when we come back immediately from the break, you will hear from Steve Ryder. Hey, Harry. Hello, mate. Put on something upbeat. Oh, I'm useless with music, mate. But if you want to play something exciting, your best bet is to get yourself on that BetVictor site and check out my new slots game, Harry's Reels. A moustache, mate. I've got to pick up the dinner. Search online for Pet Victor's latest offers. 18 plus. Please gamble responsibly. BeGambleAware.org. Dean Ryan here from the race hour. Of course, we are at Cheltenham on day one of the festival. I've been joined by bookmakers.co.uk, Steve Ryder, Antipost Tipster, and On The Hunt podcast. We don't normally have the enemy on here, Steve, but uh, you're very welcome. Thanks, Dean. Yeah, obviously here having a fantastic day just after seeing arguably the race of the festival with Honeysuckle beating Benny Dejure. Um Obviously, I'm here to tip on Wednesday. Uh, my main selection of the day, and I know it will obviously be in disagreement with both you and Dermo, will be a champ in the RSA chase. I just think it's a strong field, but he is the most talented in that field easily. The engine is there. Will the jumping hold together? Hopefully. Obviously, Nicky Henderson has, has started the week fantastically well with Shiskin and Epitant. Um, he will have had plenty of schooling. Um, I remember obviously Ruby Walsh being on an interview and saying the fall actually will, will actually help him. Um, technique wise, I've liked him when Geraghty's asked him into a fence. It's when Barry Geraghty has, has allowed the horse to make up his own mind where the mistakes have actually been made. So hopefully Barry will give him a nice aggressive ride. He should get plenty of cover. Um, and yeah, I just really fancy him to, to come out best in the RSA chase. Okay, the sound in the background is all the people collecting on Honeysuckle here at Cheltenham. Uh, that's all those coins jingling and jangling. Okay, so that is champ in the RSA. Give us something else. Uh, it'll be Canardier in the Coral Cup. Obviously, really, really interesting. Uh, train Change trainers. Uh, to Willie Mullins, obviously there's very rarely a horse that doesn't improve for the change to a champion trainer. Obviously he was unlucky in the race last year, uh, was hampered three out and slightly lost his position um, and finished only beating a couple of lengths. Now he's four pounds higher this year, but if Willie Mullins can't get four pounds improvement out of a horse, then I'd be shocked. And uh, yeah, still at a each way, each way price. I obviously tipped in my bookmakers article at 14 to one. Now still a double figure price. Uh, but yeah, my long shot for the day would be Canardier in the Coral Cup. Okay, so Canardier in the Coral Cup and champ in the RSA for Steve Ryder. Of course, you can check him out at bookmakers.co.uk. And of course, on the hunt podcast, the enemy. Goodbye. Don't delay. Head over to bookmakers.co.uk today. 
Okay, welcome back to the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at bookmakers.co.uk and of course Bet Victor all the way through the Cheltenham Festival 2020. Thanks very much for Steve Ryder coming on. He's given you a selection in the RSA and, well, he disagreed with me in Dermo, so first of all, that's not really allowed and he's also given a selection where he kind of agreed with us in the Coral Cup, so um, hopefully he has a good day. Already knocked in winners on his bookmakers.co.uk column for Cheltenham uh, this week. Okay, let's move on. It is time, Dermo, to talk about the Betway Queen Mother Champion Chase. Um, sadly, no Altior. Yeah, uh, very, very sad because, again, it just would have been one of the races of the festival. Um, Honeysuckle against Benny is going to be hard to top now. Anyway, it was an absolute cracker. But these two still facing off as an absolute belter of a race. Um, and I think I'm siding with Shaq and Persuade, to be honest. I'm definitely signing with Shaq and Persuade. I think I said on the preview night, and uh, don't at me, well, actually, probably people will, that I said Defi Desoy would finish third if all three ran. He's only got one of them to take on now, and I've kind of... Ha- was happier having Altior in the mix as well in that one. But Chakra and um win over Min, I still think is the best form we've seen at this trip this year. Yeah, and that's a very fair serious performance. Didn't quite see it out, which we wouldn't worry with the hill, and he hasn't met the hill yet either in his career. So you would be slightly, slightly concerned about that. But um, I just think he's, he's something special and uh, he could well go... And win this? Yeah, there's no reason to think he's not going to improve plenty. He's had a limited amount of racing. They've obviously found that he's been quite fragile. They've always thought the world of him. Chacoin Poursois, I would have favourite in the race. And as he's not, I think he's still a bit of value. I don't know what the prices are with um, Bet Victor at the minute, but I know you're looking them up, Demo. But it, like the rest of the field, we've Defi against Chacoin, and then you've Bundor and Dynamite Dollars, Politolo and So Royal. You can pretty much draw a line through them for win purposes, I think. Oh, God, there's no way I think about it. It definitely is. So it's uh, definitely decided six to five, and uh, and Jack and Persuade is eleven to eight. So look, there's there's a throw a ball between them. And, Feels uh, that way. Yeah, and I just think it's uh, a race that I will be firmly sitting at. You're not going to get involved. No, I'm definitely going to row, row in with Shaq and Poursois. Uh, a little bit like the Honeysuckle Benny the Jew matchup on day one. I felt that they were almost on a par, and the one I liked was the bigger price. Yeah, yeah, that's all fair. Okay, that is the Queen Mother. I'm going with Chakran Poursois. Dermo is going to sit on the fence, which is very unlike him. That's the way that he's decided to go. Uh, let's talk about the big uh, race of the day for bookmakers.co.uk ambassador Keith Donahue. Uh, he had been waiting a long time to get back on Tiger Row. Of course, he ran well enough finishing fifth in his prep race, of course, in that Boyne Hurdle. But uh, all eyes now on the Glen Farkas chase, the cross country at 4.10. And it's going to go off odds on, I'd say. Yeah, it's been well back now. It's gone from evens into um, a shade of five to four on. He's look. He's um, it's probably unfair that he's able to run off levels in this race. He's completely made it his own. Uh, the race at Easy's Land won at, at uh, yeah in December wasn't yeah. very good. I'm not convinced on his jockey at all. Style of it was good. It's just weird jockey too. I'm not. I'm just not not convinced. It's not just the French thing. I watched a bit of French racing and he just I don't know. He seemed very unorthodox altogether. So you keep Donahue on Tiger All, he would prefer the ground to be a bit in better, but I wouldn't be overly worried about it. I just think Tiger All is by far the best horse here and the double of him and Envoy Allen will definitely be uh, be hit. 
Yeah, I can see that making a lot of sense to a lot of people tomorrow, in fact, actually. M4, Alan and Tiger Roll. Um, if you've got it, well, I mean, I'm going to give a mention to it because if you've ever listened to the race hour for longer than just the last few months, you know how much I love Yamworth and he's actually in the race. Yeah. Demo. Um, I did have a sneaky, one of those special bets where on him to win this in the Grand National, but he's not in the Grand National. No, so. he's not in the Grand National. Uh, <laughs> He'd have to take on Tiger Roll twice. He's a tricky customer and the, so far the cross-country chases haven't really brought out the best in him just yet. Uh, he's won one, but never Russia can't beat him last time uh, look he's he, he is what he is he's just not very good really um, and I think oh, Tiger Roll is a much better horse he's not very good that's very harsh on uh, Yamworth I think Yamworth will run well um, and the Bolger of course uh, in charge of that one with Dara Keith on board and the other interesting runner in there and we all want Tiger Roll to win so we're not trying to get him beat in any way is Mike Bite back from kind of Gold Cup travails and I think even that was definitely the plan at the start of this season uh, they seem to have found that he enjoys this madness of a cross-country chase. Now, we haven't seen it in the flesh yet. Yeah, but. he's had one one jump round, wasn't it? Uh, I think I think back in a horse first time in the cross-country, you want to be mental. Uh, Tiger O, when he won his first one, they, they gave him a sighter over them properly in a race, first of all, in December. Um, it's just very clearly that they're, he's, he's probably too well at home to retire him, but they don't really know what to do with him. And I think he'd want to be absolutely batshit crazy now to be back in uh, him for this. I already have. <laughs> Thanks, Dermot. Uh, I'm, I'm on my bike, but just because, you know, he owes me so much money. Um, and uh, and I'd love to see Yamworth run well. But from us at the race, and of course, bookmakers.co.uk, um, we really want Tiger Roll to go and get it done for Keith Donoghue. So he has a great day. And then it will be eyes on the Grand National. But until then, it's all eyes on the cross-country chase. For Tiger Roll, Gordon Elliott and Keith, best of luck to them. Okay, I do have a real horse that I've looked forward to um, for a few weeks now to run in this Boodle the juvenile handicap hurdle at 450 um, but Dem I'll let you go first uh, which one do you like in the race we know that um, Keith told us that Tronador uh, was probably the pick of the Gordon horses so be interesting to see how that goes but what do you like uh, yeah so Tronador looks the one to me as well that was a big run at Navin last time in what is probably a better race than this really um, I'm not convinced by Aramax I think a lot of people are putting the Band of Outlaws thing together uh, I'm not sure how good he is. It was a terrible race that he won. And I think uh, Tronador appears to be the one, according to Keith and a few people from the yard, that he's the one that they all are quite excited by. The money's starting to come. And I think he's uh, he is the one here. Yeah, Aramax was actually the nap of the week for Dave Jennings, the host of our preview night, of course, at the Goat in Leperstown. And he was saying he didn't. He thought, even though the price was shortening up, what is he now with uh, Bet Victor? Seven to one. Seven to one. So, I mean, I know he'll still think that's value. So I will give that a shout out for DJ because he was shorter than that and the preview night. And that's what happens when you get to the actual day of the race at Cheltenham. Uh, the value starts coming until it incinerates when the market Yeah, and Tronador now is 15 to two from 10 to one. Uh, okay. So there's... There's money coming for him. Okay, well, the horse that I like is Galahad Quest, who I think could potentially be top-notch for Nick Williams. 25 to 1. 25 to 1 is what I like to hear. I've already backed it shorter, but I'll just be going again. Sam Twiston Davis is booked. Uh, he won that JCB Triumph uh, trial at Cheltenham. Um a couple of months ago and they were thinking about putting him away because they do really think this horse has a future but with the ground as testing as it's going to be and his big old frame to get around the course I think he'll run really well and people might remember Flying Tiger winning for the same stable uh, a few years back at a very big price incidentally of exactly the same mark so Galahad Quest for me one of my main fancies of the day actually at 25 to 1 in that Boodles and hopefully 
all goes well. We do wrap up day two, Derma, with the Weatherbeast champion bumper. Um, appreciate it's been all the rage. It looks to tick all the boxes. I'd imagine it's going to go our favourite. But um, this race doesn't always go to the best horse of the future. No, it doesn't. There's a lot of scrimmaging and kind of uh, belting of each other in this race. Again, you just want to be very careful. I could see a lot of people doing the Envy uh, Island Tiger Roll and appreciate a treble. Which That's I where I was going to get to. I mean, completely that, get doing that. That three-timer, yeah. yeah. And you, you've I completely got... understand. Look, it's very muggy, but you have to understand that it is the kind of get out bet of it's the probably day probably the weakest leg of it is appreciated because of yeah. the nature of the race it's got to go and win so Tiger Roll has been there and done it before Envoy Allen looks absolutely bomb proof in a Ballymore though it looks a very hot race but appreciate it being the weakest leg if you did get that far you can go and find a horse to get out of 100% and um, appreciate it obviously is very good but look just to uh, stick with our man Keith Dunn who once again he, he seemed very keen on Escalade there's been a lot of talk about this horse and he's got David Russell up on board. He's just gone from 18s to 14s there now in the last few minutes. So somebody likes him somewhere. He will love this ground. Absolutely love it. Uh, brilliant win at Navin, which was probably a poor race. But we don't know um, the strength of any bumper, really. Mm -hmm. And I think Escalane at the odds, I'll be following him in there. Escalane for you. Um, and perhaps if you are getting involved in that, uh, you know, that treble that looks pretty obvious for data it doesn't work that way at Cheltenham but if it did work that way maybe Escalane can give you an opportunity to get out but there's some other nice horses in there like of Israel Champ Panic Attack for David Pike not many four-year-olds win here but Q Card did yeah. in that bumper and I know they think a lot of that um, I'd be happy enough if I'm winning I'll have a go if I'm not winning I'll exactly. probably just skip on uh, into Thursday and of course we will be potting again uh, tomorrow night to let you know exactly how Wednesday went and what we fancy for the Thursday's races let's get um, the best bet of the day uh, out the way for day two demo please uh, Rachel Blackmore once again and Manila Indo Manila Indo to follow on that great success with Honeysuckle today uh, my best bet of the day is Galahad Quest I Jeez. know he's an absolute monster of a horse so fingers crossed he can get it done at 25 to 1 you've been listening to the Race Hour podcast brought to you by bookmakers.co.uk and Bet Victor. we'll do it all again tomorrow hopefully you did very well today and you're looking forward to Wednesday's racing and we'll chat to you on Wednesday evening Honda Honeysuckle Honeysuckle You've been listening to The Race Hour, brought to you by bookmakers.co.uk, your best bet for tips, news and bookmaker reviews.